Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, this guy who's jumbling up the jamming, John Wayne, that's right, your favorite guy here, back again, once once again, Cerberus is barking in the background, but I'm here at Wayne Manor, nestled in the east wing off in the library of evil, where I've been eviling it up uh, most of the time, uh, whiling away my days. I've got, of course, I've got a nice cold Topo Chico. I've got a piping good hot bowl of Grand Papias Medicine. Uh, I'm sans cup of coffee right now. I had many cups of coffee this morning uh, earlier, so I'm okay. Actually, funny story. Um, I went to actually start recording this podcast about, I don't know, 45 minutes ago probably, and I spent uh, the last, uh, that time, instead of recording, uh, fucking around with this loopback program that I got uh, because it's a really cool like interface, uh, virtual interface uh, program that allows you to reroute uh, audio to different, um, like inputs to different device, or basically different programs. I got it so that I could... Uh, with uh, the podcast I do with Christopher Shiana, Vital Social Issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Uh, I got it for that because we have uh, sound cues within the show, like like I have the transitional music here in, in this show, but um, we also ins- we instituted this Corey hotline, which uh, is a phone number you can call and leave us a message on, uh, and I'll look it up here in a minute. I don't have it memorized, but I needed to figure out a way to play these, you know, the, I think I even talked about this last week. I needed to find a way to play those on the show so we could both hear them and they recorded and I figured it out with this loopback program and now I got like the full version this week. So I'm fucking around. So I, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I think I'll do that with this podcast today. You know, I'll, I'll use the loopback and just play the sound, play the transition, you know, music while I'm actually recording in the moment. And then that, makes like it what I discovered from doing this uh was I I went to edit the first episode that we used those those things on the the vital social issues episode last night and it was like a breeze when I was I was like am I really done editing this like just like uh, without having not having to go back um in in insert the the transition music and and like you know make those those cuts in the main audio file or the waves uh it's it's so it was so much better. It made my life so much easier. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to do that today uh, with this podcast. So I go to try to do it, and I end up like accidentally deleting my entire loop that I had made, the the whole like thing that I had made that was working. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I tried to set it back up like I thought I had it, but I couldn't get it to work right. So then I go back and I watch the video that I originally watched to set it up. And I'm like, was this really what I watched? What am I, how did I, I, there's something I'm not doing right. So then I'm just going back and forth between this program and YouTube and Skype and, you know, and then when I opened up GarageBand here to record, uh, it had, you know, detected that. And I was like, do you want to use the loop back? And I was like, yeah, I sure do. So I had that, you know, I was like, okay, I th- now I think I may have this figured out. Nope. Could, didn't work. Couldn't send. I couldn't get a goddamn thing through to GarageBand, even though I had it all routed that way I, I don't know so regardless uh I just said you know I I left the loop set up how I think or, or I don't it's not really a loop it's a you know you can create a loop but it's to reroute things I, I left it set up how I, I think I had it how I think I were it works I'm gonna have to test it after this uh 
recording here because I'm going to definitely need to use that later. So uh, anyway, I've been fucking around with that. And so I delayed my start of the recording. And and that's just another reason why I'm not drinking any coffee right now uh, with the beginning of the podcast as I usually am. But I'm pretty stoned. So that's great. I got some new weed uh, two days ago. And you know, when you switch up the strains, you, uh, you know, everything's a little bit better for you. You know, you get a little, a little different uh, jolt in the old uh, pantaloons of the mind. So uh, first thing, first things first, hey, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, I've met a bunch of new people recently over the last two weeks. So if you're checking out the show for the first time, if you met me uh, at like Frightmare Collectibles or the comic uh, collectible meetup show uh, in Houston, uh, thank you for checking out the show. I appreciate it. Um, I want to give a big, big shout out to all of my Patreon supporters at the top of the show. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Uh, if you out there listening would like to support me further, you can do it by going to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, pick one of the tiers that I have up uh, up to uh, offer to you. Uh, they all come with pretty cool, cool ass shit. But each and every one, no matter what you subscribe to, comes with uh, access to the other podcasts third weekly podcast I do, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, uh, in which I talk to artists and and different people that I meet across the country, and uh, I have lots of great conversations, and it's awesome. And you can uh, even just join the Dollar Beer Club tier on my Patreon, which gets you access to that podcast and everything else, uh, all the back issues, or back issues, back episodes too, and it's only a dollar a month. Uh, and uh, every little bit helps, especially during these trouble times. So thank you very much. Check it out, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. So you know what I did this week that was really out of the out of the norm? And if you follow my Instagram, not out of the norm, I guess, but uh, if you follow my Instagram at uh, John Wayne is dead uh, stories, then you probably saw this. And I guess those go to my Facebook stories as well. I decoupaged uh, this built-in desk in my house uh, here in Wayne Manor with Garbage Pail Kids cards. And this was something that I actually started a while back. I I got like maybe halfway through covering the desk, just putting the cards down, and I ran out of cards. And I got some more, like Nick P brought me some more, but it still wasn't enough. And then it just like, it it really fell by the wayside. I, I did some research. I even went as far as like I, you know, talking to my friend Jeanette, who who's crafty and super awesome artist. Also, she was the guest on the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast last week. So there you go. And uh, she get you know she get, she told me what to use to for the for the decoupage what I needed. And I just completely was like ah, but I just let it go. I just never came back to it. But I kept looking at that desk as I've been in there. You know, uh, I was in that room. It's it's uh actually on the west in the West Wing of Wayne Manor. It's the converted garage. We call it the band room, lovingly, because uh, we used to practice in there. My bands did uh, until now we practice elsewhere. But I use that space for filming a lot. Uh, we had a green screen up there for a while. I, I took it down when we stopped uh, doing the Neo Benchy shows. And th- But that, mo- that room has been rearranged and arranged in many different ways to, like I said, uh, video things, play music, and that was where I built my little makeshift sound tent, uh, where where I started recording the audiobooks. And that's kind of how this came about because, you know, while that worked in the moment, it, it it's not practical. You know, I was like, I I can't sit here and build a blanket tent with, uh, you know, my banner stands and microphone stands when I need to do this because, like, when I need to record uh the cleanest audio for Audible stuff, 
which it looks like I, I got some more work coming. So I need to have a, a good space for that. So in this, like this room, the band room is a converted garage. So where the garage door would be, where you'd be driving in, you know, it's a wall with a pretty decent sized window. And I think it's like maybe four, five, four by two or something like that, possibly, maybe longer. I don't know. But, uh, you know, when I first moved in, I just I had a piece of soundproof board that I had from my old house and it does not fit the window at all. But I just set it against there as something uh, because the, win- the window has bars on it. Uh, so it held it up against there, just uh, leaning against the bars. But now I actually went in and looked at it and did some measurements and I ordered uh, some soundproofing things, uh, you know, extra, even extra thick like type of things, I, which uh, are actually going to be delivered. Uh, here this week. If you're listening to this on Monday, they should be delivered on Monday. So I'll be further uh, soundproofing that area because that is where I'm going going to be setting up to record my audiobooks. It's going to be in that space. The Library of Evil is a, a, a wonderful place for me to record the podcasts here, but uh, it, I, there's a, a lot of room noise because Wayne Manor is close to a freeway. So you hear a lot of uh, uh, you know, this underlying thing, you don't even really think about it. You don't, you don't necessarily hear it too much, but the mic picks it up, man. It, it all picks it up. This is a, you know, which means it's a good mic, but you know, you just got to look at those things. It's all these factors when you're doing these, you know, professional type recordings for, for Amazon and Audible. So, you know, you got to meet these things. So I'm, I'm really took a hard, like serious stance at, I'm, I'm soundproofing that area I could sit at this desk and have a permanent kind of setup where I'm not like re- trying to remember like, okay, now I need to make sure the mic is here again and blah, blah, blah. everything's going to be set up cool. And I'm going to uh, be able to hit it hard this week of uh, finishing up some of the work I have and starting the new work, but decoupaging this desk. Let me tell you, if you don't know what decoupaging is, it's, it's like where you take a, I don't know, like any kind of paper, like a newspaper or comic book pictures or in my, I did garbage bill kids baseball cards, whatever, and you like glue them to a surface, like a piece of furniture or uh, something. And uh, I've seen people do binders. I've seen people do all kinds of things, jewelry boxes, and you put this stuff on it. I use this shit called Mod Podge, which is I highly recommend. And uh, it's also, I found out after, you know, it, it can be, it's used as the glue to put the thing down and the coating on top. So you're supposed to put it on, you know, like bottom and top. But since I already had most of the desk done without, using that so I, I was just like oh well fuck it so I just put all the other stickers down I went I, I decided one day last Saturday I guess or no I don't know what day it was one day during the week I was like that's it I'm fucking doing this desk I got up I actually like it was a weekday I remember I went out to Target like masked up and went out there uh got like uh uh because I needed more garbage bail kids cards and that was like the closest place around that I, I could just go buy some packs without having to order a lot off eBay or, uh, you know, go to, I don't know, go to some collectible store and get old ones for, I just want to just whatever, just the cards. So I found actually like, man, they had these awesome, like the packs of a 22 cards each, about two of those. I was like, that, that'll do no, no problem. Uh, went, got the, got them. Oh, I actually had ordered the Mod Podge. So it was already at the house, but I had to get a sealer because that's very important. I needed to get a water-based acrylic sealer. So I, I looked around, I actually made two stops to be, uh, to, uh, you know, be quite honest with you. And, uh, I made two stops and found it, um, at, um, where was I? I found it at, uh, like Lowe's, I guess by my house. 
And I used a, a, a just so people know, it's a I use a Minwax brand, um, you know, uh, uh, sealer for the Smudge Podge. So just in case you're like, how do you do this? So I put down all the other cards to cover the whole surface. So this is like, like I said, this desk is built into the wall underneath the window where the garage door would be. So it's kind, of, it's just like a, I don't know, like a utility type of desk. It, it's it, like it was just painted white, like uh, with, um, like I guess semi gloss paint you would use on the wall. That that so that's what it was. So it's just boring and shit. But now it's also got like, st- even though I cleaned it before I started. The, the half that I hadn't put any cards on was like I'd stained it with it's it's got resin like rubbed into it and stuff just like candle wax I don't know it, it it's all fucked up I cleaned it as best I could and then I and I put the cards down but I also threw in just to just to spice it up a little bit I remembered I had this pack of of hustler cards that I got from I can't remember where I got them from um, but they were given to me or whatever I, I i got these somewhere but it's just like a pack of baseball cards and this is these were these were from clearly from the early 90s when these came out uh, i believe it does have the year of 92 or 93 on it but these are like hustler magazine like naked lady cards and hustler you know as you know or don't know is one of the uh more uh explicit or raunchy if you will of the porno mags so uh the every uh every single card has a spread beaver shot every single one there's not a single card in that pack that i got that did not have a beaver spread open um so i you know uh just kind of peppered a couple of those in uh on the desk so you know if you're looking you you get a look at you're like oh that's cool and garbage spell kids awesome but then your 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 eye may land on like a, a you know, a random beaver shot, and you're like, oh, what's that, you know, and it's, it's fun, it's fun for me, anyway, um, you know, I don't have any kids running around here, it's okay, so I did that, and I used um, a couple different ways to do this, it depends on how much of a buildup of the surface or whatever, but uh, I used, uh, I did six coats of this, uh, of the, of the Mod Podge on it, and then I, with uh, spraying a, a coat of sealer, over each coat, uh, you know, letting them dry for 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. And then I think I did four coats the first day and then overnight came back uh, the next morning and did a fifth coat. And then the sixth one I did real thick. Like I poured that shit on there and was like, you know, using the brush to get it all evened out and sealed it up real good. Then went back a, a, a little while later and did another thing, a seal on it and then just let it dry. And man, it is awesome. It, it turned out exactly how I wanted it to turn out. So, uh, like, and I was kind of worried. I was like, well, is this going to make the, 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 like, ink run on these, these cards? I don't know, because they're, they're just paper, you know? I don't know, but uh, it doesn't, you know? And I, I thought, well, why would it? Because people, I've seen, like, the examples I looked up, people are using paper on stuff. So, anyway, badass, awesome desk that uh, turned out. I let it dry for a couple more days, and I just got it all set up, like, put things back on it uh, yesterday how I wanted it, and uh, now I'm going to get this soundproof shit, and I can finish up that window and the other area around it. Uh, I should be good to go, and I'll give you the update on that next week, but, man, that was awesome, and I, I you know, I put it on my Twitter and stuff, too. It was, feeling, you know, it was like, uh, it was cool, a little crafty thing I did that was easy and uh, super fun, like, a, like now I have... Instead of just this plain white bullshit 
uh, desk, my desk is, you know, fucking badass and it's sealed so it's not going to fuck up and uh, I like it. So that was what I, that was my big part of my week this week. You know, of course I uh, have been, you know, writing a lot, still designing these tarot cards that I told you guys about. Um, the, uh, I can't wait to get the, you know, uh, ding, 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 Major the Hellmouth, just so you know, it is uh, still for pre-order up. Up for pre-order uh, comes out January 8th from Grindhouse Press. And be on the lookout because very soon I will have the pre-orders available for the special edition that comes with the custom 12-sided die uh, that I designed that's all in my handwriting. and uh, My signature is on it, and it's a very limited quantity. There's only going to be 20 of these available, these special orders that come with a custom art piece and uh, stickers each one so be on the lookout if you're if you're into that as soon as i put them up i'll announce it and then when they're gone they're gone but the die the dice are going to be uh at wayne manor this uh should be this week so i'm very excited to actually see the the finished product uh in my hand and not online from the from the place yeah and then uh also just to just to tease a little bit here, I do hate it when people are vague about things they can't announce. But I did I got a, a good a piece of good news, uh, 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 book wise this this uh, just this fine last night. So very recently, and I'll, I should be able to announce that soon. But I just want to throw that in there because uh, you know it's a it's a little tease, but also it's exciting to me. So I got to tell somebody. I tell you guys everything. So there you go. Um, yeah. So like I said. You know, I, I was pretty crafty this week, uh, just doing a lot of writing and drawing mainly, and uh, the aud- audiobook stuff, and just kind of getting um getting that whole area prepared to be able to use it more as a professional space. Um, and uh, you know, outside of that, I do have a an a, an event to talk to you about. But as we know, um, that will come in our story portion, which will be the recap of my event. And uh, what an event it was. So, uh, without further ado, though, I think we should get to our tarot reading of the day. Uh, As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode. uh, Where I just kind of write down the things that I'm thinking about, what's been on my mind. And then uh, get a fresh perspective uh, by looking at the, you know, looking through the lens of the cards, the lens or the filter, whatever you want to say. Either way, it's a very cool thought exercise, and I enjoy it quite a bit. I do a card of the day reading every single morning on my Instagram. If you're interested in that and learning more, you can check that out. Just follow me at John Wayne is Dead, and then those go uh, to the John Wayne is Dead YouTube channel. I know I've fallen behind on a couple of them, but I have been doing some. I had other video projects open on my poor little laptop here, so I couldn't move things around. It's a. It's just a. It's a. It's not worth explaining, but I have limited room to do limited things, so I'm constantly moving things around to either hard drives, external hard drives, or just having to finish editing something and upload it so that I can then delete all the other the the raw shit on my computer so I can start another task. So that's why I'm a little bit behind on the YouTube stuff, but it should be back on track, so check that out. That was a long explanation, but into our reading. So this week... You know, on my mind, I, you know, as always, am thinking about how I can better my, you know, reach my goals better, do better at my career, and that kind of stuff. So, the things I wrote down for this week was you know, plan, plan for success. And I, it sounds like a generalized thing, but the way I, I mean it is, um, 
have a, a plan to be successful no matter what uh, situation you're walking into. Like I think I talked about last week, being able to you know have if this, then that, and then if that, then this. In my mind, this kind of goes along those same lines. I want to be able to you know plan plan to be successful no matter what my venture is, but then being able to walk in and or approach the situation or place or whatever and look at it and be like, okay, this is now I'm going to have to do this in order to ensure or my success or, uh, or to improve on success or whatever. So that kind of planning and that kind of thinking on my feet, um, ultra focus, of course, keeping myself focused, avoiding distractions, avoiding, um, you know, uh, any kind of doubts or anything like that. And just, and just keeping that unwavering focus that we, you know, talk about, or I talk about a, a lot. And then I, I put tighten up discipline, you know, like I said, and I've, I mentioned this last week or the last couple of weeks, I am disciplined. I, I do the things every day I'm supposed to do. Um, I don't know if it's just, just, just the being st- the whole air of quarantine and not, you know, everything is so, up and down that maybe that's like been fucking with me to where some days I'm just like, I don't do anything. And it's like, it'd be, it's a real chore to make myself, uh, to, or not make myself once I start doing stuff, but it's not even that it's just, it's more little things that I need to be more disciplined about, or at least tighten up, uh, pay more attention to. So I, you know, I want, I don't want to lose those things. I don't want to, uh, lose that discipline. I mean, or, or let it kind of get lax. So, Today, when I actually did, I, that, this came to my mind uh, mostly because I did uh, the card of the day today. I had Pen- the Knight of Pentacles reversed, which uh, speaks to like you may be letting certain aspects of your discipline wane because you're either bored or you know, or you're too dis- you're distracting yourself with like going from thing to thing, and you're not. Uh, allowing yourself to be disciplined in that and that you know you may be disciplined but because you're doing this it's it's eroding that discipline so i I, that really uh, i put that on on here because it came to my mind from that so uh as it's been on my mind first card we get two of swords reversed so you know the, the two of swords uh you know has a depicts a woman on the card with a blindfold and she's you know got her arms crossed holding these two long swords kind of balancing them um, so when this is in the reverse position, it, it, it's referring to, uh, a, a decision or uh, basically a decision that you're trying to make, uh, a choice perhaps, but you're not only are you not like very enthusiastic about making this choice, you're, you're putting it off. You're, uh, you know, not, not wanting to deal with it because the main thing is you, you believe that whatever choice you make in this matter is going to lead to negative consequences in some way either for yourself or someone else or there's no way to get around it you feel but you know this is uh these are the kind of things that we need to face so this if this is going on um we probably feel pretty stuck uh right there in the middle of that type of decision and you know what better way to make that to distract yourself, you know, when you don't want to make other decision. Uh, but, you know, we do need to look at it and we, we have to, you know, analyze if we have all the information that we need to make this decision. Are we educated enough on it? Have we done our research? And the thing that 
comes in uh, to play visually with this card. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, the, like I said, the woman has the blindfold on. So this this is representing like, are we cutting ourselves off from what you know? Are we kind of purposely not seeing what we need to, uh, or what we should be seeing, or what we should be taking into consideration uh, to make this decision? Because for whatever reason, X Y Z again. Um, you know, it's it's like kind of knowing where you know the answer, like in your uh, intuition or your subconscious already, but you're just kind of denying it. That's what I think like this kind of stuff is. You just don't want to look at the 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 right information you would need or uh, hear the right, in you know, uh, advice on this just because you you know what choice you want to make and, and it's probably not the one you should make or the best one and now you're like trying to purposely kind of blind yourself to why you should make the other choice that's that's just some that's the way i look at this so um also if you uh it could we could be at a stalemate with someone something that we're working on with somebody uh some kind of collaboration some kind of a relationship uh but right now you know it's uh it's up to us to remove our blinders, if if you will, and try to look look at it from another perspective and be the one that comes that comes to the the stalemate with the, you know, with that first perspective and and ready to to reach a compromise in some way with an idea already, um, and that's going to be the best way to approach this or, or to approach a lot of you know, uh, hard uh, disagreements we have with people. So. Um, so yeah, so next card we have is the the three of wands reversed. So so the three of wands uh, reversed basically is saying, you know, there's a we, and I had this actually just a few days ago for card of the day, so it's pretty fresh. Um, that there's there's opportunities available. Uh, to us right now there, there's an opportunity available that's going to give us kind of like growth and uh, that we need and momentum and 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 that but we're playing it safe for whatever reason we're not doing it um, and the thing that we're doing in fact is cutting ourselves off from these opportunities and limiting ourselves um, uh, just for whatever reason, and and we're making excuses. It's a, it's one of those excuse things. Like you, you, uh, you know, I know. Oh, you know, I know. I need to do that, but I don't want to. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Pl- I'm just. I don't want to take that kind of risk right now, or I'm not in the right headspace to change jobs, right? Whatever. But the, those are excuses. Like your your the opportunity is there. We we have to remember. You know, there's always going to be sacrifice involved. You can't just have whatever you want and. And it'd be, a, a, oh, cool, well, I get to keep everything I already have, right? Like, shit just doesn't work out like that. You know, if you know what you want, you've got to, you know, there's a certain amount of work in rearranging your life to be able to facilitate the kind of life you want. Um, so if we're cutting ourselves off, you know, we need to look at that. What, what is it that's holding us back from from just taking the opportunity that's given us? It could probably be fear, which we talk about a lot. So you know, that's something to think about. Um, we also, we, you know, it might not be this kind of uh, situation, but we could be 
on a path of, you know, we've, we've taken this path of like, okay, I'm doing this now. And, and we started off and we just have been hitting nonstop obstacles. It seems we're super frustrated. Um, and you know, we, we just like every, every time we get a little bit of head, we hit something and we feel like we're wasting time. Um, but take a, take a step back to get a little bit more perspective on this and realize like, you know, how, how big and bad are all these setbacks, you know? Uh, and then we need to always, always remember, realize that this is how we learn, you know, you, you hit, you hit these challenges and you don't, you know, maybe they come out of the blue because you have no idea about them yet, or you don't know how to navigate these waters that you're in, but you know, you're only going to get better at it. You know, the more you, the keep going and you hit these things and you just learn we learn and we need that knowledge so it's kind of like a you're a pay me now or pay me later type of situation you can quit but these are still things you're going to hit in other aspects of your life these are still other obstacles that are going to come up just in different ways so i don't know something to think about um another thing like you know and this is also good you know relates to me in some ways uh all of this relates to me this is all me anyway uh, we may, you know, we may be overcommitted, like if we've overcommitted ourselves uh, to other projects or even within what we're doing with ourselves. Uh, we need to, first of all, make sure we're not taking on more than we can handle because then everything suffers. All of the work suffers because you can't put your all into it because you're stretching yourself so thin. But it could just be. And, and this is the way I took it because I've been having this issue where I've, I have a lot to do and I'm sitting down and I'm almost like, where do I, where do I start with all of this? And how do I, you know, none of the things, the, you know, I have all these projects. They're not like one day project things where I can sit down and say, okay, today I'm doing this. And when that's done, I'll do this. These are things I have to work on for, for several hours each day, you know, these different aspects. So that was kind of daunting for me, but this is saying like, you know, break, Break things up into smaller tasks um, th- and things that you you can look at and and may actually you know complete in a in a time you you can run it from start to finish and boom mo- then move on to the next one so you know that made me think okay well that's rather than saying like okay for instance I have to record this whole audiobook uh, by the end by by the end of the month that's not a real deadline i'm just giving an example and uh but i you know i don't necessarily i have all these other things to do and i have to record these other audiobooks and all of that so i can't just look at that at that task as start audiobook all the way it's not over until it's i've said the end the way to do that is like okay well, Monday, I'm doing chapters one through five in this book. I'm going to record that. And then when I'm done with that, I'm going to move on to this. And this book, I'm only going to do chapters three and, you know, four uh, record. And then I'm taking a break. And then I'm going to go back. And, you know, it's it's that kind of thing where you can break those those kind of up. Even though that's a long-ass job and it's not super really completed until you actually complete it, setting those kind of smaller chunks to, to reach to completion just helps to bring all that kind of you back in line as far as I think like you know knowing what you can handle not over committing yourself and and kind of getting back on track as far as that kind of aspect is concerned so 
Moving right along, our last card of today, the Six of Swords. I like this card. I also got it recently in Card of the Day. Um, this is referring to being in a state of transition um, or a leaving behind of something familiar to move it into something unknown out of our comfort zone. You know, this, this card has, uh, you know, a boat with a, a woman and a child. It appears as, you know, from the back and, a, a, you know, the the boatman or whatever he's he's got that his stick in there like he's moving the boat across and there's six swords at the front of the boat just like stuck into the boat so that's what we're looking at so the transition here is you know the the crossing of this river basically uh is what the card is and leaving behind our familiar place and to start this new type of situation it could be that it could be like a rite of passage type thing that we're going through. I thought that was cool, a cool way to put it. It could just be a change in our mental, you know, uh, our, a mental shift. You know, it could just be that. Uh, it could, you know, e either way, it's essential for, like I said, it, it's like the obstacles that we hit. It's essential for those, for us to learn. This this move, this change is going to be essential uh, for our growth and development. And it, like, as far as, you know, when you, whenever you leave something behind or you change, uh, there's a significant change or whatever. There, there's a, an element of sadness that goes along with that, and that that's just natural and that'll come. But we have to understand that when we get through all that and we've made this 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 change for ourselves for the better, like our mental clarity is going to be so much better. We're, everything's going to be a lot clearer um, as far as the things that we're pursuing and and, and in general. Uh, there's a you know, and that's and also because with this this card, you know, it's we have to like leave behind. We have to let go and leave behind either way what's holding us back. Um, and and that's you know pr probably why this change or or transition or whatever is uh, happening or needing to happen because there's some things we just need to leave behind. They're not serving us, whatever they may be, thoughts, people job whatever it is something isn't there for us anymore and that's why we're making this change but we have to be careful that we're not trying to dredge these things with us because you know these swords in the in the boat that represent kind of like the things these things from the past that you're you're trying to take with you and they're just weighing down the boat they're slowing down this transition they're delaying you getting to the the good part of this change so we need to you know let those uh let those go you know throw those swords out of the boat so we can get across uh quicker and then also one other aspect i really like about this card um you know you can't get from one side of of that river to the other without you know uh as far as making a, a change or, or um looking at it as a, an accomplishment of some kind maybe getting from the start to the to the second part of something it, it all requires a, gr a steady foundation, strong foundation for you to be able to get from point A to point B. And that's represented, you know, the the way that that boat is moving from from uh, the one shore to the next is from the the boat guy with his big stick that he's putting in there and moving it. And it has to touch the bottom for him to push off of. So every time you're pushing off of, if you don't have that strong foundation you're not going to be able to push off of anything. You know, it's going to crumble. You're going to be stuck out there doing nothing. That's why it's 
that and th- that's why it's important not to take shortcuts or uh, try to cheat your way through anything. You have no, it's not substantial. You know, it's it's just not. So we need to, you know, th- keep that in mind. I just like I like that aspect of the card. So, so that is our reading for this week. I got something out of that. I think that went flowed really well to those three cards together, uh, especially with what's been on my mind lately. So I got something out of that. I hope you did as well. And um, like I said, if you want to check out more about uh, tarot, learn more, uh, you can see my um, card of the day readings on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. It's on my Instagram story every morning. So this weekend, this past weekend, I uh, tabled at a local event here in Houston, which was brought to my attention by uh, some other vendors. Uh, I believe Christine actually tagged me in it. Uh, they were looking for some vendors, and uh, I was like, well, sure, I'll, sh- I'll sign up for it. If it goes on, you know, it's it's close, so uh, I won't have to go very far. And, you know, as you know, if you listened last week, I did the opening of the Frightmare Collectibles uh, storefront up in the Dallas area, and that went well. So this one, I was like, well, we'll see. Now, like I said, I, I can't, the name is, is it's not really an official name of something. So that's why it's kind of like, I'm not trying to be like a, a smart ass about it, but like it literally, it just says, I'm going to bring it up again so I can look at it uh, on here with everybody, but super show and holiday meetup. Super Saturday show. That's it. Toys, comics, artists, anime, cosplay, video games. Doesn't say anything about authors, but I was there. So, Super Show and Holiday Meetup. Whatever. That is, I guess, the thing. So, very cool. I appreciate them having me out for sure. Um, But, you know, here's so... uh, What did it start at? 11. No, this was going to be a long-ass day. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. were the the scheduled hours for this thing. And I was like, man, there's no way. That is a fuck ton long of a day for vending. Because uh, even the Saturdays at the three-day cons are like 11 to 6. 11 to 7 at the latest, maybe. You know, that's that's just how it is. And then there's parties and stuff afterwards or events. Or, you know, they probably realize people in the evening are going to more uh, probably more prone to go out somewhere or be eating dinner or something like that than than be at uh, these conventions a lot of times I'm not sure I don't know I'm just I'm just there baby so I was looking at that and I was like wow that's kind of that's gonna be a long day but whatever I don't care so I got all my shit ready you know the night before uh had everything packed ready to go like a good little soldier uh night before and Nick P was gonna uh, meet me here at the at Wayne Manor about nine, and you know we get coffee and dip out. Uh, but he texted me around like six thirty in the morning that he had uh, twisted his knee in some way, probably a hilarious fashion. I'll, I'll get the story for you later. Um, but he was like, "Man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go. I'll, I might meet you out there later." So I was like, "All right." So I'm rolling solo. So I get out there, and like I said, this is in Katy. So it's about thirty miles from me. You know, a little over half an hour to get there. And it's been raining like shit crazy here in Houston, uh, H-Town, Dirty 33rd, Third Coast Shots Out uh, the last few days. So it's it was all raining and stuff on me. But it was cool. I was in like, an excellent mood. Um, I got like, super fucking focused, cause super stoned and drinking my coffee on the way and just like blasting Deftones uh, in the car on the way and just 
it was, I just felt good. I just felt super good. You know, I get out to this place. It's like a fancy schmancy hotel. It's called like Aloft, a like a, a loft in Katy. I think they have one in the Galleria area uh, here in uh, H Town as well. But uh, it's one of those fancy mancy hotel places. So I go in and I, I see like okay the side door. I see another guy loading in. I'm like, all right, this is where we load in. So I park and. Uh, I go in and yeah, it's where we, it was one of the places you could load in from. And I, cause you enter the room from like the back and not going through the front. And first thing I I see is like, oh shit, man. These are those small ass skinny tables. Like they have at uh, Zinefest Houston uh, that I've had before. And they're just, it's not a full size table. Well, these were actually eight feet long, uh, which it's usually six, six feet is a standard uh, usually I've had some eight speed tables, but man, they are not even a half of a table as far as the width goes, like uh, less than two feet wide, like the very skinny type of a table. So I was like, God damn it. You know, that's fine. But I really limits my space as far as all the things I like to put on my table, but that's fine. I'm, I'm always, I can adapt that, you know, I can put as little or as much shit as I want out, you know, I guess. Uh, or make room and but then man I was like I really wanted my banner up and uh, that was like I was right behind Christine's booths which was great because I knew them and uh, so we kind of pushed some stuff around and made some room but it was a tight fit uh, and but I still was like I'm putting the banner up because p- other like artists and stuff had their the like fan artists had their you know banner stands up with all their work hanging off of it I was like if they can do it I can do it and of course it it uh, worked to my advantage um as I, as I hoped, because it drew a lot of attention over to me, having that big colorful banner that I have and all these flashing pumpkin and skull lights that I've now got all over the place. Uh, but it was a, so it's a pretty small, it was a pretty small room. Uh, as far as like uh, convention rooms go, it was, I guess like a more of a meeting room that makes it too small. I, I it's, it, I don't know how many tables, maybe 20 ish, something like that. Uh, decent size room, but just small as far as like uh, in compared to like a huge convention. Um, but yeah, everybody there. There was a couple other authors there. Um, shouts out, guys. Uh, Victoria, shouts out to you. Uh, Veronica or Victoria, whatever you are, Veronica. V, I you you got me all fucked up because you were telling me other people call you Victoria and Veronica, and I. Either way, shouts out to you, my friend, uh, fellow author in arms. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so there was some cool people there, a lot of artists. And now, and I also, I like I said, I was approaching this with a little bit of trepidation in that I don't traditionally do too well at comic cons because for some reason there's not a lot of horror crossover. There's not as much, much as you think, or at least I haven't found it because as I, you know, the last comic convention I did was Wizard World in Austin. Last year I did it with... Uh, Lucas Mangum and uh, Max Booth the third and you know as you know that was when the bad boys of indie lit were born were birthed out of that convention as well as uh, tactical Batman and friends Uh, but you know we didn't do well because that just wasn't wasn't our scene and I've been you know since uh, advised by other people like yeah I mean you know uh, comic conventions might not be that your best bet and even though this one kind of led with the comic book thing, I was like, well, I'm still going to do it. It's local and see how it goes. But I, you know, this actually, I don't know, for some reason, I think it worked to my advantage to be completely different from like comic books and, and toys at this show. Cause that's, that's all it was. I mean, that that's what it was supposed to be. But then you have these like 
different. Here, here I am, this crazy asshole drinking beer at 11 a.m. with, uh, you know, wafts of weed smoke just coming. Like, I, I kept walking out this door to go smoke, and I come back in. I knew I was just bringing a cloud with me. Uh, but that's all right, because I let them know how it is. That's how it is, baby. Uh, but, yeah, that's with all this stuff, and it drew a lot of people's attention, so I got to talk to a lot of people that came. Uh, and I sold a lot of books, so it was cool. And, and, you know, I know, uh, I guess like we were saying in these weird times, you know, of course it was, you know, masks mandatory, uh, absolutely. And, you know, there was, uh, hand sanitizing stations. I had my own hand, hand sanitizer at my booth for myself as well that I used after every interaction, you know, regardless of touching people, but like, you know, I used, I had, I took money, uh, you know, I, I, you know, credit cards and stuff. I, so I just sanitized after everything, uh, just to keep it clean, see what's up and, you know, getting through the day. I'm starting to, I'm like, first I looked at my, my watch or my watch and our fucking watch. I looked at the time and it was like 1128 AM. And I was like, God damn, this is going to be a long fucking day because it was, I was like, man, is it really going by this slow? I don't know. But after a while, it start it started to go by a little bit, you know, more. And I, my my buddy Oscar came, shouts out Oscar, brought his little girl Jean, Mean Jean, Dancing Machine, uh, shouts out. And I got to talking to people and meeting. Of course, like the time starts going by, but it hit about three thirty or four, and some people are already packing up to leave. Like one guy left, and then somebody else, and all these. Then these, you know, some of these booths were really big, like they had against the wall, maybe they had two or three tables that they bought or whatever, because they had all these comics and all this stuff, like maybe they bring part of their shop out there or something, I'm not sure, all these people start packing up, and like people are packing up and leaving, and it's starting to get more and more like that, and I'm like, well, I I turned to Christine, I said, I'm gonna just uh, drink after this one beer, after this last beer, I'm gonna see what, what, how I feel uh, about staying or (laughs) sticking around, uh, and I stuck through that whole beer. Oh, and some cops showed up. It was awesome. These three police officers showed up, but they were just there. Like, I guess they were doing security, like the second job or whatever. Cause they're just there, like looking around. They were going through comics. They're buying shit. And then they came by the booth and I was like, Oh man, officers, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Uh, you might've actually gotten my call. Uh, I know a lot of people probably did call cause we've had a, a issue in this part of the room here all day. It's like, oh, really? What's that? I said, it's just that these prices are a steal. It's getting away with murder over here. You gotta check it out. Uh, of course, they didn't find it as funny as I did, but few people do. But anyway, yeah, so the, the cops were there. That was fun, but they were just shopping like nerds for nerd stuff. And it was that, but that was cool. And then I was, I finished that beer and I was like, well, it's not in the cards for this 9 p.m. type bullshit. I'm out. So I uh, had all my shit done, packed, actually made a, made a, two sales while I was packing up. And then I was like, peace. Threw the shit in the car, loaded a bowl, hit the road, home back home to Wayne Manor. So it was great. And I, uh, you know, I give major shouts out to the organizers of that. Uh, Super Saturday, I may, I'm, I'm guessing that Super Saturday is maybe what the event is you know, usually goes under. And this was the super uh, meetup of collectibles and stuff. So uh, it was awesome. So shouts out to you guys. Uh, thanks for doing that, that market. And I hope they hope they keep it up. Hope to be a part of it again. And you know, it's, it's a, it's a weird time. And I know some of you are, are listening to this saying, you know, thinking that I'm 
an idiot for even going to these things. You know, Chris Triana and I talk about that a lot on on Vital Social Issues. He says how how, how I'm living very dangerously, and it, and it is I I know, but I'm doing my best to stay safe. But this is how I I have to make money. Like I can't. I, I'm I'm fortunate enough to sell some books during the week on my website and and on Amazon and stuff like that. And and I'm fortunate in that you know I I have a wife and I you know we have a a second income but I have to this is this is the way I do it you know and I if there's nothing nothing else to do you gotta gotta figure it out so I'm just trying to figure it out best I can and that's what I'm doing so it was a great event uh, I'm hoping that things uh, get better for all of us in the in the vending uh, in, in the arts community uh, very soon I'm I'm optimistic and positive as always. Uh, you know, and and we'll see. But uh, either way, we will prevail. Justice will prevail. Cooler heads will prevail. That that's all I got. All right, there you go. Hey, recap on the Super Saturday Super Show collectible cold cold bean shocker, rock a shocker Saturday. So uh, thank you guys for joining me. I, I hope you uh, had a, a wonderful time, as I did always talking to you. If you're new to the show, welcome, and thank you so much for listening. Of, of course, uh, don't forget that my new book, Mage of the Hellmouth, the Kindle version, is on pre-order right now. So if you find that link out there, you go to Amazon. That's just for the Kindle version. And the uh, paperback comes out January 8th, and then that special edition will come out, uh, you know, will probably be mailed like a, the week after that date. But, but we'll have more on that, so stay tuned. Uh, go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs, of course. The shop page there has all my books available. Everything's in stock right now. I have stickers, T-shirts, records, all that kind of stuff, and it comes right from me. So I'll personalize it and send it out to you and, uh, you know, take care of you because I appreciate it so much. And uh, you can be sure to you can be sure please follow me at john wayne is dead on instagram and twitter and uh if you want some more me and your ear holes or and eye holes you can check out the other weekly podcast i do on every thursday vital social issues and stuff with chris and john wayne it's a uh, long-form horror podcast discussion and it also is a video podcast as well so not only can you listen on your spotify and everything you can watch it on youtube and see how handsome we are in person so thank you guys again uh Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.